37th parallel on America's haunted highway, it's Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. What's up, everybody? Happy 2021 and happy Wednesday. That's right. Episode 177, Pixelated Paranormal, is coming at you guys on a Wednesday. We are back to hosting our shows and posting our shows midweek. Because we think that's where we belong. And it's a nice hump day break midweek to help you get through the monotony. Preston, how the hell are you? I'm good. <laughs> That's a fair answer. Yeah. The judges will accept it. Yeah. Dealing with yeah. a lot of crap with dad, but uh, um, nurses called the nurse today and mm-hmm. he's doing uh, better. He's more stable. Kidney functions are better. And uh, uh, it's looking, looking on, we're on the up and up. So I can't complain. Okay. Hell yeah. Good deal. Well, um, all the listeners, please, if you could, guys, send some positive vibes towards. Uh, I said vibes. Uh, send some positive vibes to Big John Wiener for us. <laughs> Throw them into your prayers, your prayer chains, your meditations, any of that stuff. Just uh, give us some good juju for old John Wiener. Yeah, we'll take it. There you go. Cool, 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 cool. Well, I uh, I've recently got into the the new hobby of weightlifting. We're starting to build an at home gym where I realize the price of a good Olympic bar. You know, the 45 pounders is actually more than the actual weight bench itself. <laughs> and we uh, we talked about this earlier. You were telling me this story last week, and I was amazed uh-huh. because when I was in high school, I took a weightlifting during my junior summer or my sophomore summer. Mm-hmm. And then the following Christmas, Dad had bought me the, uh, I can't think of the name of the, the company. It's like Goldberg or, or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, it was the weight bench, and it came with everything. So I had like 400 pounds worth of weights. I had the fucking, you know, professional 45-pound bar. I had like the bench, and that was like 300 bucks for everything. And you're like, well, it's doubled since then. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's gone up a lot, man. Like from <laughs> what I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking to uh, Rob Bones and my buddy Tony and my buddy Mitchell – about you know just getting some some decent equipment that's going to last for a while because I we Shayla and I both would like to continue to do this, um, you know for the foreseeable future, and just a forty five pound Olympic bar from Rogue is at least two sixty five, and I only spent like two hundred and fifty bucks on the the bench and the rack, so you still got to get weights. Investing in my health, you know what? Um, luckily enough, my buddy Mitchell is going to help me out with that, and uh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've fallen into some some plates and stuff, so that's going to be really nice. Uh, and that, very... folks, is what we call inflation. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it really, it seriously is. Yeah. Uh, just buying a dumbbell costs damn near a buck and a half a pound anymore. Jeebus. <sighs> but we're investing in our health, Preston. That's yeah. why we're I here. still have uh, the whole series of uh, P90X and Insanity, so my New Year's resolution was, uh, you know, January to start that shit back up so I could get back into shape. Mm-hmm. That hasn't happened, so maybe like February I uh, will start up Insanity again. Yeah. You know what I've realized? Like, New Year's resolutions are fine, and if that's what, 
you know, you or anybody needs, that's great. I'm just, I just need to fucking get in shape. And I'm, yeah. I'm tired. I, Cause I keep on doing the whole, all right, January 1st. Okay. This Monday. All right. Next Saturday. I just need to fucking do it. I don't care if it's a Thursday night at midnight. <laughs> I just got to get my ass back in shape, man. Yeah. I got a lot of really great t-shirts. I've, never worn and I've bought, you know, two years ago with the intention of that's right, baby, I'm buying mediums this year because daddy's not wearing a large and an extra large anymore. According to my daughter, it's uh, called a New Year's revolution. So you need to start Ooh. the revolution and get your ass into shape. I got to, man, because daddy's still wearing <laughs> an extra large. <laughs> I got to do something about that. But uh, enough about that. Guys, we're back on Wednesdays because... We finally managed to get our schedules back in order, and uh, we really like dropping these episodes on Wednesdays. So we thought we'd drop kind of a mini episode and share with you guys that news mainly, and also some of our plans for the upcoming year. Uh, 2021 marks our fifth year of being a podcast, and Preston and I, we had big plans for 2020, and a lot of those topics and a lot of our events and a lot of our... um, you know, on-location shows got canceled because of COVID. So we're going to go ahead and shift everything over to 2021. Whether or not we get to go to some of these locations or not, we're still going to do some deeper dives into a lot of fun new topics. Mm-hmm. And Preston, there's one topic that you uh, have always wanted to get into, and that new Netflix show, Surviving Death, has really springboarded uh, both of our yeah. uh, interest again. So talk about that a little bit, would you? So, yeah, yeah. Um... Last uh, two, was it a week ago, two weeks ago, when I got Mm -hmm. my uh, stimulus uh, money, I thought, what better way to stimulate our podcast than (laughs) uh, go out and buy some books? And the first two books that I bought were uh, Stop Worrying, There Probably Is an Afterlife, and then uh, the Russian declassified KGB book of Alien Species. And so I'm like, well, the... uh, question and answers series that we did we covered aliens a lot or aliens kept coming up so i'm like what better way to follow that up than with uh, the russian kgb and then um i'm like you know we'll get to stop worrying there is an afterlife and then i noticed on netflix the other night that uh, there was a new docu-series called uh, surviving death and i started to Mm -hmm. watch it and i was just getting ready to text steve like steve because, you know, Steve's not fully on board with reincarnation. I'm like, you got to start this mm-hmm. series. And then you're like, Preston, you got to check out this series on Netflix. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the singularity was strong that night. Yeah. Um, you and I have always had a fascination with all the different angles of, of death, really. You know, yeah. reincarnation, NDEs, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I, too, have been stocking up on books for the last... Oh, Several years. I think my my pixelated paranormal library is now reaching close to 60 books about odds and ends. And I've probably only busted out 10, 15% of those. But a a year and a half ago or so, Stephen and I went garage sailing. And we went to a garage sale of a nurse who lives out uh, in McPherson. So she's like 20 miles outside of where you you and I live in Wichita. And anyway, I bought a book for a quarter called Stiff by Mary Roach, and it's The Curious Lives of Human Cadavers. Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting to deep dive into that for the show for quite a while. Um, I also picked up Smoke Gets in Your Eyes and Other Lessons from the Crematory from Caitlin Doherty. 
And then um, our friend John, he actually turned me on to a book. I got a copy off of eBay called Vampires, Burial, and Death by Paul Barber. Yeah. And I've I got a couple more odds and ends books about just burial practices and whatnot. So I think maybe sooner than later, we're going to start doing some pretty interesting deep dives into all topics death. Yeah, I, um, so I think we talked about this today, so I think the current game plan is we're going to come back next week with the uh, Russian KGB book of bullshit, and then there's <laughs> a another like Andriza affair, um, alien book that you're going to cover, so we're going to yeah, finish up. Yeah, the Andriza affair, uh-huh. Yeah, two books back-to-back on aliens, and then we're just going to tackle the afterlife. And it's exciting for me because it is one of those topics where, like, when we do cryptids, you know, there's so many cryptids that fall under the umbrella term, like Bigfoot. You know, you got uh, the mm-hmm. swamp sloths, you got, uh, you know, the Ozark Howler, you got Bigfoot, you, you know, you got, you know, all these different Bigfoot-like creatures. And so, we're mm-hmm. you know, they're mm-hmm. they're different, but they're the same. And this is one of those topics where we can cover, you know, near-death experiences, um, you know, uh, reincarnation, ghosts, mediumship, physical mediumship, you know, the burial rituals and how burial rituals have changed from, you know, pre-modern times to now modern times. And just each one of those episodes, they tie in together, but they're so different that I think that it'll really pique, you know, the listener's interest. And I I think it's an exciting way to start off 2021. So I fully agree, man. Um, Next episode is going to be pretty fun because, you know, in our quest to continue to expand (laughs) our library, um, sometimes the books that we buy, folks, just are bunk. Yeah. It really was a bargain for five ninety nine, <laughs> or it wasn't I mean, a bargain took a for five ninety nine. Yeah, uh, it's still fun, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still fun. So yeah, that'll be uh, our first dive into abductions because something that you know our show is based around was um, you and I and Rob's love of alien abductions, and then coincidentally yeah. that carries over to Steve. You know, Steve loves the topic of aliens and the Andreessen affair. That story is such a fun, batshit crazy tale of a woman getting abducted by aliens and her journey to outer space, basically. Uh, I read it originally in like the sixth grade, and I've loved it. I found another copy of it recently. I'm gonna f- I never finished it when I first picked it up. So that'll be fun, but our intentions were to, uh, you bought this book because we wanted to kind of do a dive into, you know, the main four or five category. Uh, categories of aliens and the grays and all that kind of stuff and anyway this episode coming up will be a lot of fun just in itself because of what that book ended up being yeah (laughs) (laughs) spoiler alert it is not bigfoot erotica yeah but still a hell of a lot of fun so yeah but yeah so we have plans to do um a lot of other deep dives into alien abduction stories we're going to tackle um probably maybe a two to three episode long event discussing communion with Whitley Strieber and his classic abduction case. Um, you mentioned more cryptid encounters. Um, another thing that people have requested is paranormal true crime. And so and, we definitely want to jump on board with that. Preston, and, you have some stories up your sleeve. I do. Um, and then we got a listener that just reached out to us that says that uh, she's got books upon books upon books. And so I'm yeah. like, oh. 
Yeah, and that's something we're focusing on too. Um, people have written in with specific stories or topics they want to hear us talk about. So we're going to be tackling a lot of those. So again, if you guys have topics you want to hear us talk about, please email us. Um, you can call the number. You can send us private messages, whatever. But we'd love to know what you guys want us to dive into. That's kind of a fun, you know, little uh, paranormal Russian roulette of sorts to play. Um, yeah. I don't know some of these stories I haven't heard of. So yeah, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. And if you and, don't do it, you're going to get stuck with uh, Juan Nomerotica, and nobody wants that. So send us ideas. Yeah, something else we are bringing back, maybe <laughs> against my better judgment, <laughs> will be Preston's Paranormal Erotica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get that worked into a couple episodes here in the future. Uh, bring that back because oddly enough, it is a fan favorite. Uh, it's a lot of fun. But along with the topics, we're really going to be boosting up the production value in our stories. And with that comes Steven. Now, he couldn't be on this episode because Preston, you and I are recording Sunday evening. Yep. We didn't want to take a whole week off in between, you know, Friday and then starting things back up on Wednesday. So that's why you're getting this kind of weird... Um, I guess it's kind of a state of the union between Preston and I kind of putting yeah. stuff together. But uh, we didn't want to leave you empty-handed. But because we're recording on a weekend, Stephen couldn't join us. But Stephen is going to be creating and recording all new original music for our podcast, for listener stories and different bits, as well as we've invested in a pretty vast library of music and sound effects to be using on the shows to come as well. So we're very excited to continue to boost the production value, especially Encrypted Encounters and other series like that, because we've heard a lot of really, you know, wonderful, kind comments about that. So we're going to keep on doing that and really um, just turning things up to 11 with that. Um, maybe a little homework for everybody for the upcoming episodes. Like we mentioned, jump on Netflix, check out Surviving Death. And also, if you have a way to get a hold of it, um, a very great 80s Christopher Walken movie, Communion. The story of Whitley Strieber and his abduction was actually put on the big screen in a movie by the same name, Communion. And old Christopher Walken does mm -hmm. his best job to interpret and um, play Whitley Strieber himself. So um, if you get a chance, maybe check out that movie. Of course, the book is a lot deeper. And you may find that uh, the story is a little different from the movie in the book. But anyway, great movie. It's a lot of fun. It'd give you an idea to kind of have, um, kind of gives you half an idea what the story is going to be about. And if not, you know, you can just jump in blind. That's fine, too. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very fun story. And um, I have already read Communion once. Uh, I gave you a copy of it, as well as I've got the sequel book and the Communion Letters, which are basically like a... I don't know, 150, 200 page book of fan letters written to Whitley Strieber after communion had come out. So we'll kind of be weaving those in as well. So I think that's going to be a, a very fun deep dive. And I don't want to promise anything, but uh, my associate was cleaning out her closet and she had a bunch of different books and a lot of them were like, um, you know, Witchcraft 101, Wiccan 101, Spells of the Green Man, and Mother Nature 101. And oh, dude. I'm going to start getting into those later into the year and cracking those open and see if there's show content available. So we might get into, uh, you know, some <laughs> love spells and, you know, maybe cast a spell on a lucky listener. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. 
maybe that'll be a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spells of the Green Man is super intriguing because the Green Man and that mythos really, really became entwined into the story of Hellier season two. Yeah. Uh, which is something super fascinating to me. Um, and I know you've always been really interested in that as well. So, and that's, uh, you know, we were giving Rob a lot of shit on the last uh, couple questions and answers because he's been Mr. Fact Check lately. But <laughs> when we talked about episodes that really mean a lot to us, you know, looking back, um, just because of how much all of us really love that topic, having Rob come back on to do those specials with us of, you know, Hellier Season 1 and Hellier Season 2, it was mm-hmm. such a change of dynamic from some of the earlier episodes that we did with Rob that I, I really enjoyed having him back for those and just being able to riff off one another. And so, you know, maybe 2021, it's a new year. We might get the old man Rob out of retirement and bring him back because I know we both enjoy <laughs> that. So, Married man Rob, man. Yeah. Uh, he got married back in yeah. October. Again, I don't want to make any promises, but it might be something in the works that we can pull out. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping we can pull him out of the retirement yeah. home for a little while and get him back in the saddle. Um, yeah, the Hellier episodes were a lot of fun to do with Rob, and just Hellier in itself was fantastic. I got a nice, uh, very wonderful letter from Connor Randall, uh, who was in Hellier, you know, both season one and season two as an investigator, and uh, he wrote me a letter um, about the episodes that we did about Hellier. So that was really, really, um, well, flattering and also very unexpected. So that was pretty badass. But, um, and with that, um, they had a pretty cool press kit for Hellier when season two came out and I've got, I didn't get the press kit because for whatever reason I wasn't on, um, Twitter very much when they first had the announcement, but, um, basically when Hellier season two came out, they put out an offer of podcasts that would like to receive a copy of the press kit, could send in. And what you would get was what looks like an old cassette tape, audio cassette tape. Uh, some of you younger kids, Google that. <laughs> but this thing is so rad. It's like a 1970s artwork, and it's called Encounter with an Alien, a self-hypnosis journey, stereo audio cassette, self-hypnosis aid. And when you open it up, it looks like an old school cassette tape but it was a USB drive. And inside of that, if you got the press kit, it would have uh, the first couple, like I think two to four episodes of Hellier, along with um, an extended cut of this hypnosis session they did from season two of Hellier with an alien abduction experiment they did. And um, anyway, I had written them and said, you know, I know we missed the opportunity to get the press kit, but do you guys have any plans to release that again? And... um, it was either um, Greg Newkirk or Connor said, yeah, we're going to be releasing um, basically everything but the episodes um, in another similar package that we'll be putting out. And so I ended up being the first person to order that from them when that came out. And I want to kind of get to some of the content on that um, and just talk a little bit about it without kind of stepping into their territory and encroaching, you know, on what they've done. But um, yeah. I'll share that with you, Preston. And then if it's something we want to, you know, put into an episode we can or incorporate into uh, one of our episodes briefly. That'd be a lot of fun. But um, I'm sure there is probably a pretty staunch uh, copyright on the information on there or the video. So we'll just kind of talk about it, but we won't be sharing any of the audio of what they did, but still super fascinating nonetheless. 
Well, traditionally, presto, our first episode of the new year always consists of us sharing some funny news stories that we may have missed from the you know end of the year. So mm-hmm. I got a couple of those I want to share with you here. Nothing too heavy, just some good old-fashioned WTF news. So just towards the end of December, I think right around like the 20th, a newly discovered fungi was recently discovered that turns flies into zombies and devours them from the inside out. Two newly discovered fungi species have similarly macabre modes of action. They eat flies alive while using them to drop spores onto new unsuspecting victims. The two related species are called Strongwellsia tigrinae and Strongwellsia acrosia, which attack the fly species very similar. Uh, gosh, I'm not any good at Latin. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's a species of fly very similar to the house fly, but it undergoes a horrific change once it's invaded into the fly. The fungi begins to eat one or more holes. I wish I could talk tonight. Jesus, I should have got a water. The fungi eat one or more holes into the abdomens of the flies and then start producing clumps of orange spores, which then spread by dropping out of the holes that are bored into the abdomens of the still live flies. The infected now zombie fly remains alive for several days during the process, meaning they inadvertently spread the spores far and wide, usually during the mating rituals of the flies. Meanwhile, the fungi continue to devour the flies alive. Finally, the fungi-ravaged insect collapses to the ground and spasms and dies. And even after death, the fly can still spread the spores of the killing fungi because the abdomens gradually crumble, releasing more spores into the air. So basically, this thing bores holes in the bottoms of flies and continues to grow and grow and grow. That is insane. Hmm. And then up next in animal news, a newly discovered species of shark has been found that can walk on the land. That's right, folks. We have land sharks. I drove one of those in high school. Four new species of tropical sharks that can use their fins to walk are causing a stir in waters off northern Australia and New Guinea. However, while it might strike fear into the hearts of some people... University of Queensland researchers say the only creatures which should have any worry are small fish and invertebrates. The walking sharks have been discovered during a 12-year study with the Conservation International, the CSIRO, and the Florida Museum of Natural History, the Indonesian Institute of Science, and Indonesian Ministry of Marine Affairs and Fisheries. These sharks are found to be less than one meter long on average and can walk by converting their fins into appendages that can move like arms and legs. The unique features are not shared with their closest relatives, the bamboo sharks, or more distant relatives in carpet sharks, including the wabagongs and the whale sharks. The four new species of almost... The four new species almost double the total number of known sharks that can walk to a total of nine species. So, guys, there are nine species of sharks out there that can walk on land. Holy crap. The good news is they can't survive very long on land, and it's not common for them to get out and just walk up and down the shores because they still have to have, you know, a very water-rich environment, but they can survive Mm -hmm. in low-oxygen areas. 
Data suggests the new species have possibly evolved after sharks moved away from their actual original populations, becoming genetically isolated in new areas, developing into new species in themselves. So you thought 2020 was over? Well, you're wrong. You have zombie fungi infecting flies and sharks that may be able to walk on land. Yeah, fuck you, killer hornets. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, bringing things back around to the topic at hand, Preston, you remember earlier in 2020 when it was announced that the official Space Force was being developed and we were going to have our own branch of the U.S. Air Force that would be pretty much just zoned in on outer space. I do, I do. Well, the Space Force has officially named their soldiers. Space Force members will henceforth be called Guardians. Lame. The Army has soldiers. What's that? I said lame. I know. You guys (laughs) just like, you fucking stole that from Halo and like, yeah, Microsoft should be suing right now. <laughs> We're the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The Army has soldiers. The navies have sailors. And now, one year after the creation of Space Force, it's official. The Space Force will have Guardians. Vice President Mike Pence revealed the moniker during remarks celebrating the first anniversary of the military branch last Friday. He says, It is my honor on behalf of the President of the United States of America to announce that henceforth, the men and women of the United States Space Force shall be known as Guardians. The opportunity to name the force is a momentous responsibility. Guardians is a name with a long history in space operations, tracing back to the original command motto of Air Force Space Command from 1983, the Guardians of the Higher Frontier. Oh, that's not too bad. At least it has a deeper meaning. Yeah. Proposals had to be gender neutral, distinctive, and should have emphasized a future-oriented military force. So there you go, folks. We have the U.S. Space Force Guardians. Watch out, Destiny. We're coming for you. (laughs) Oh, Well, there you go, guys. A little uh, appetizer to get you through until we start dropping our newer episodes next Wednesday, starting off with Preston's, what would you call it, your big old book of Russian bullshit? Yeah, Steve's big book of Russian bullshit, (laughs) a.k.a. Aliens 101. Now, why is it not going to be called Preston's book of bullshit? Because this is your book, buddy. It it is my book, but uh, Steve is the man with the book of bullshit, so, (laughs) you know. Very nice. Very nice. All right, guys. He's not here to defend himself, so fuck him. (laughs) Ah, he's your scapegoat, huh? Yeah. Uh, Important announcement. We're back on Wednesdays now, not Fridays. And a little glimpse into what's coming in the future. We can't wait. We hope you guys are all staying safe. Preston, you got anything important to plug? And as always, if you need a beard, if you want a beard, if you want to grow the best beard that you could grow for 2021, check out BigDobsBeardBomb.com and use promo code PXLPARA for 20% off your order and get yourself some scents like Dundee Cedar Bay Rum Sweet Tobacco Fresh Citrus Mint Classic. And I think that's it. (laughs) No Tabasco. No Sweet Tabasco. No Sweet Tabasco. Ah, It's a real shame. (laughs) 
And guys, if you would like, please check out the rest of the shows on the Pixelated Sausage Network. We have Pixelated Paranormal, that's us. We have 13 Nightmares, um, that is the on-again, off-again project we're doing in between these episodes. Um, it kind of got slowed down a lot because after we started up, you know, COVID hit, and then Brady has made the wonderful decision to go back to school. So it has kind of thrown off our schedules, but uh, Stephen and I are keeping that alive until Brady can rejoin us. The Scream episode should be dropped sometime soon. I'm going to stop promising dates because life keeps getting in the way, but it is still much alive. Just going to be a slower go. Also check out Animazingly Baka and check out Mark's solo show, Pixelated Sausage, and Attack the Backlog on YouTube. And if you're in Wichita, stop by our friends down at Pawnee and Seneca at CD Trade Post. Stop in, say hello to our friend Leslie and her gang up there. Grab yourself some great used DVDs, Blu-rays, and video games. All right, otherwise, I think that's it, guys. We look forward to a brand new year, brand new topics, and a hell of a lot of fun coming your way. And until then, cheers to the weird shit in the world and to those of us that love to talk about it. And stay spooky and stay on the Paranormal Highway. The cast at Pixelated Paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Pixelated Paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical, the strange, the unknown. Tales that will move you a little further down the Paranormal Highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. Email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange.